And welcome back to On The Spot, the podcast that is not named anything close to conversations like I said I was confident in last week, so that should tell me my confidence is placed in the wrong thing whenever I think. Uh, And the congregation would say a hearty amen to that. The more I think, the more dangerous it gets. So anyhow, we're back. On The Spot, me, Devin, Kelly. We're all here. We're ready to talk. You guys ready to talk? Yeah. Ready. Let's talk a little bit. Here's the word for today. Okay. Mindlessness. Mindlessness. We talked about garbage last week. Mindlessness. Now, this is something that we've had discussion about in the past, about how dangerous it is for mindlessness. I sat over the weekend, and, and listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Friday night, I was funky, man. And not like a disco 70s, you know, like when you're in your early 20s, kind of funky on a Friday night. All right. I'm talking like I was in a mental and emotional funk Mm. on Friday night. Like my wife's been house sitting. I had to reach out to her and I said, I need some prayer. Like I need prayer because I am something is off. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, it was it wasn't pleasant, was not pleasant. I now know more about the Waco standoff back in the 90s than what I ever should know. <laughs> and the reason being is I watched three, binge watched three documentaries yeah. on the Waco situation that Friday night because I wasn't in a good headspace and I mindlessly binged huh. three documentaries. Okay. What is that profiting me? <laughs> what did that help? Anything? It didn't do anything but make me more depressed because of what happened there. I went to bed and dreamed about crazy cult things all night. Mindlessness. How dangerous is that? Especially, and I know, let's, especially in the life of a believer, it's dangerous just for our general health as a human being to begin with. I ran across this quote, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit here. It says, when your mind is distracted with all these machines, you become mindless. When you don't think, your mind becomes blank. You don't use your imagination anymore. You don't plan, and you stop looking forward. Television can do the same thing if you're not careful. It can stop you from using your mind. When you stop using your mind, you chug along on the mindless express going nowhere. You forget to look at how beautiful the world is. Your energy flows where your attention goes and then drains away until nothing is left. The more you play with machines, the less you play in the world around you. Eventually, your world disappears because you've forgotten about it. You wake up one day and you find it all gone. Mm. It's too late. You've wasted your time on the mindless express. You lose your chance to make a difference in the world. And the story that's been given to you that's yours never gets told. Powerful. Yeah. So let's talk about mindlessness a little bit. What do you think that as believers, some of the dangers, what does scripture say to us? What uh, what are we instructed? How? How should we combat and deal with this temptation because mindlessness opportunities are all around us Mm -hmm. Uh, and and we crave it. We crave it. Yeah. Let's talk about mindlessness a little bit. You know, that was a powerful passage you read. I was experiencing some mindlessness um, 
you know, as I flew out to California this last week, and just not mindlessness, but machinism, I guess, you know, we kind of be that because, you know, I'm, I like to engage with people and talk to people. So when I get on planes, you know, I'm not necessarily going to my, you know, tablet or my computer, or whatever it is, because I look for opportunities to engage with people. It always, it's, to me, it's exciting. I can ask them, what's your story? How you doing? But um, I, as I watch in there, you know, I'd say that uh, 99% of the people, uh, the first thing they got on there, they did, they pulled out their phones, their tablets, this, this, and that, and they checked out, you know, because it was a long flight, of course, you know, they just can't say anything wrong against that, but there was no engagement, you know, whereas in the past, before we had all these little gadgets, um, you know, there was more of a communication center. And, and I just believe that's, I love that passage that said, you know, if you just engage this, you it's over. You know, you can, we're breeding a people, a society of people that their engagement is with a gadget rather than people. And it's just a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, God didn't, you know, I, there's nothing wrong. And I, I know there's social media and things we could do on there. I'm not saying anything's wrong with all and none of those things. It's just that it's easy to become entrapped by that so that you don't engage. You're so familiar with this gadget that you're not familiar with your husband, wife, kids, or anybody else. So that's kind of what stands out to me just, just when we were sharing. Yeah. I, uh, I thought the same thing. Something I really was like kind of profound to me at, on the, on, on campus this last semester, the first two semesters was that how I was be outside studying in my, in my rig. A lot of times I'll sit out in my, in my vehicle and, and study in between classes and, uh, just watching people, these kids walking by and, and if you could see me, I have my phone in my hand down here by my belly and they're literally walking outside, not looking up at all, you know? And I just thought, man, this is, I'm, you're just, you're, what is it, mindless express? Is that what you said yeah. in that? And, and you're just, you're not even like taking in God's beauty and the creation, you know? And, and I thought, golly, I don't, I mean, it convicted me because I mean, I'm, we're all guilty of it, right? We're all, you know, sure. we're all getting sucked into these things and Something I've been combating at my home is, is uh, you know, we have a 12-year-old daughter and she still doesn't have a, we actually gave her a phone and then we we talked to her and she, it actually caused anxiety for her, you know, and uh, we could see it in her. And so we said, you know, let's get rid of the phone for now, you know, if you want to ever call anybody, you can call grandparents with our phones and stuff. And, and uh, it's just such a trap that, you know, we just, we, we do just check out so easily. I uh, probably... Maybe a year or two ago, I had like, you know, Angry Birds on my phone, you know, if you've ever heard of that. And uh, one was called uh, Uphill Racing. And, uh, dude, I would start playing that and, and two hours would go by of mindless, just, you know, wasted of my life, you mm -hmm. know. And I thought, I can't like just self-regulate that. I'm just going to delete them. So I deleted the games and I just, I don't have any games on my phone anymore. And that's just one aspect of that. And you know what happened? All of a sudden, I started reading my my Bible more. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know that intentionality, and it's just like it's so easy to get. Just there's so many things. I mean, that's just one example. Just it made me think of the the phones, of course, right away. But sure, yeah, I think the the enemy will use anything he can to pull our focus and our attention off of Christ. Um, and however noble our focuses may be. Because it doesn't always have to be about a phone. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be mindlessness. Uh, it can be on noble things. Sure. But if it's taken away from Christ, then it's not, in the life of a believer, 
then it's not forwarding our relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ. Um, I think of John 15. I mean, there's so many lessons and applications in our lives from that. You know, I am the I'm the vine. You know, mm-hmm. you are the branches. He is the you know God is the the vine dresser, uh, and just this remain. You know, if you remain in me, if you abide in me, if you, and what that parable should speak to us is everything. If he's the vine and we're the branches, everything in the branch comes through the vine. Like there is no other source. And Jesus is telling his followers there the importance of remaining and abiding in him. Now, I'm, I, I tell couples all the time, uh, if they're newly married, maybe having issues, if they're getting ready to be married, I'll say this, uh, I'll, I'll look at the, the bride or the bride-to-be, and I'll say, whenever, you, whenever your husband or your you know, soon-to-be husband is sitting there and there's nothing going on and he's not saying a thing, and you look at him and you ask him, <laughs> honey, what are you thinking about? And he answers you, nothing. He is not lying to you. As the male of the species, we have this innate ability to totally check out and not have a thought one in our mind until we're asked what we're thinking about. And then we're like, were we thinking about anything? See, it's it's like yeah. physically impossible for a woman not to have about 12 trains of thought going on in their mind right now. Like, we can check out. I think that there's a difference. Like, me, 5 a.m., sitting on my front porch, drinking a cup of coffee, just enjoying, you know, the time out there and just spending time out there. I think that there's a difference between that and mindlessness as far as just garbage being poured in. Absolutely. I I totally, when you were saying that, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, it's not that there's just nothing. It's just like it might be an overload of everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you said, it's like a documentary or something. I mean, I'll do that too. I'm like, I'm all of a sudden I'm watching these, these, uh, you know, I don't, we watch, you know, I watch a lot of stuff on my phone. So I'm like, all of a sudden I'm watching this real live uh, video. Like, how is this stuff even on the internet now? But it's like of this, you know, this body cam footage of, you know, a shooting. And I'm yeah. like, and I watch it because I'm, you know, it's a, like a train wreck. You don't want to look away. And then I leave feeling like, just like, oh my gosh, that was disgusting. Why, what was that? You know, but like you said, it's like, it just totally deflates you. I mean, it doesn't, it didn't build me up. It didn't encourage me one bit. It just, it just discouraged me. It just, and it, it brought anxiety really. Yeah. Right. You know, just, you know there's, there's a passage. Um, it says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. And it's like that. It kind of fits into this whole mindless thing. I do the same thing. You know, I can go on Facebook and start, I'll click on reels yeah. and then I'll just watch. And all of a sudden it's an hour has yeah, just gone right. by and I'm watching reels, right. you know, and I, there's just, yeah. and I laugh and giggle or whatever it is. And, and, you know, but it really is a mindless exercise. And I think there's a time for mindless. And, you know, there's a time when your God just needs you to rest, you know, like Elijah, he said, man, watch the journey's too much for you. Just sleep and eat, you know, yeah. and just relax. But there is a time where it could become into excess, where you're missing out on the relationships and the people around. You're not being circumspect. 
If I'm living in my phone, if I'm living in, you know, a place where I'm just connected to a thing and not a person, yeah. you know, especially not to Jesus, then I can't be watching. I think one of the things that pastor talk about, I want to be doing what you're doing. I want to be seeing what you're seeing. I want to, you know, Jesus said it like this. I'm always watching what the father's doing and I'm doing it with him. And I just think that's a, a, yeah. a clear passage where there's a connection. Jesus said, I'm watching, I'm seeing, and I'm doing right. what he does. I'm doing. And if we're like that, if I'm watching what Jesus is doing, then I'm going to be connected to people around me because guess what? I'm not saying that the phone is wrong or watching a reel is wrong because those things are cool, you know, but if it, that becomes the whole of our life and we're missing people next to us, especially family. I mean, if you're living in your phone more than your family, that's wrong. If you're you know, missing out on your neighbor next door, you know, that's wrong because God's going to, Holy Spirit is going to direct us to where he wants us, but it takes mindfulness, not mindlessness. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. And the, the the Greek for that word think there is actually um, very similar to the same word that we get our word meditate mm. from, meditate yeah. on these things. And we get that word from medication think in a way yeah. as to make yourself healthy yeah you know that think about these things that's the you know that's what the apostle paul is instructing the church at philippi to do here yep. he also says that take captive every thought mm. and examine it you know examine it um and yeah i just i think that's such a powerful thing because i think there's a difference between the mindlessness that we're talking about here, you know, I mean, which is wrapped up in something that is absolutely of no benefit mm -hmm. in any way, actually detrimental to us in a lot of different ways. I think there's a difference between that type of mindlessness and just not not detaching, but just kind of being, you know, appreciating, thinking about this is simplistic. This is not overwhelming. Right. This is not uh, overstimulating, but whatever's pure, whatever's holy, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, mm. think upon these things. Basically, he's instructing us there to think upon the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done and doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't be anxious about anything. Yep. That's what that's what yeah. precedes this. Yeah. Where that's, we're feeding where ourselves. Going. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I mean, like, no, you all go ahead. No, 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 go, 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 go. go. <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, no, just, uh, you know, I think, and that that's such an important point because we don't want to stop people from, there's a time where you just do need to check out and you know, sleep. Hey, you know, uh, or you just need to, but it shouldn't be a checking out from God. It, you know, you're still attached to God. And when, it, if you can't be attached to God in something you're doing, then you're, you shouldn't be doing it. You know, if you can't talk to God about something you're doing, yeah. then don't do it. But if you can bring God into the conversation and have some time with him while you're doing something, great. And, you know, and like I said, whatever it is, you know, God's not, doesn't, he's not the big fun stopper, doesn't want you to do anything fun. That's not the God we're talking about here. It's just, hey, he still wants you. God's goal for us is to be connected to others 
Jesus said, I have food to do of which you do not even know because they were mm-hmm. thinking he's tired and he's hungry. He said, man, I'm not hungry anymore because I was feeding off of what God had for me. And what was it? The woman at the well. And he needed connection with her and transformed her life and a whole town. And he said, man, I'm revived. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. My checkout was right there with her. And man, we made a connection. And now her life, she says, I'm a believer now. So awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think about the uh, you know the anxiety you know epidemic if you will in our in our culture in our society you know and and uh, you have to see this correlation between this mindlessness. It's not that you just like you said are asleep because you know that's good to sleep. It's good to rest, but it's that you are you're awake and but you're not doing anything that's really productive with it when you're when you're in that mindless state when mm. you're just focusing on you know you see these you know most of these shooters you know these active shooting situations like almost always they're like these people just played video games for you know hours a day or whatever you know and and just they were into these you know war you know stuff and so it's like that's the kind of thing that you know i think is so it's so crucial to look at it's like that that mindlessness is is you're you're stimulating your mind but it's with all of this just stuff that produces anxiety because you know one thing i heard a while back i don't know who i I think it was from my wife she she said something like you know we weren't we weren't meant to know about a shooting that happened in california 20 minutes ago you know right after it happened you know what i'm saying like it just i mean you open up your phone and look at the news it's like you can find stuff to be just like focused on like you said that you're you're an expert on the on the uh what was that the waco situation you're an expert on that now i mean but it's like that with everything we (laughs) want to make a youtube video yeah (laughs) there you go we know podcast yes all this stuff that is just like it's not that it's not you know important stuff and it you know people died or whatever but it's like we were not made to to try to process that and hold the weight of all that stuff it just causes more and more anxiety it's like we have enough things in our lives like you said with our family our wives our children to worry about to consider to to stress about you know to to try to focus on that and navigate life as it is Mm. than to try to take all this mindless stuff on in our lives i mean it's it's no wonder we're so anxious so what, what what kind of remedy do you think that we have for this? What what's kind of the answer to this? Jesus. What what yeah, Jesus, great. Okay. End of episode. Cool. One job. word answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is the answer to everything. Amen. Um but I mean, what what do you think that we can see scripturally yeah. uh, to combat this? Um what are some instructions that that's given to us that you guys can can think of that would uh combat this mindlessness state that we battle? I, you know, to me, first of all, you have to be in the word. Mm-hmm. So number one, start reading your Bible. And, you know, I would encourage just uh, reading in the New Testament um, and then look for one and other passages. I mean, if, if you really want to make a connection, start thinking about what God wants you to do. How many one another, count them up. How many one another passages? Go read all the one another passages. Love one another, yeah. encourage one another, build one another up. You know, and then focus on just doing it, you know, because that will get you out of yourself, out of your mindless state, and start getting you into other people's lives. God made us to be connected. And the enemy just wants to thwart that, that connection to things that are useless. And God wants us to be connected to the people that are around us. And so when you start focusing on how can I build it, how can I encourage, how can I connect, 
that's what's going to take us out of that mindless state because then you're using this wonderful thing that's a, you know, called our brain <laughs> to do what God is uh, God has called us to do. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll piggyback on that with uh, you know is really focusing on those relationships that that really matter in your life. You know, the ones that are close to you, not not like the ones on you know TV and, and the influencers on Instagram and on Facebook. You know, worrying about what they're doing is, but worry really focusing on serving your your spouse if you're married, mm. serving your children, serving your church. You know, Amen. when you serve, that's not mindless work. You know, when you're serving at the church level or wherever it may be. You know, and then, of course, going back to Philippians, I mean, I love that passage, you know, whatever's pure, whatever's noble, whatever is of good, you know, repute and all that. Think about such things. You know, when you think about good things, man, that's not mindless at all. That's that's God honoring. You, Amen. Know? you don't you don't just think about whatever, you know, good stuff. Yeah. Job, Job. 42, you know, if there's <clears throat> listen, if there's anybody that we've got history pretty detailed about that that would qualify to go mindless. I think it's Job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Went through a lot, had some terrible counsel from his friends. Um, but then towards the end, as, as God's starting to respond here, um, he instructs Job to take his focus off of what's going on in his life and start investing and focusing on the work and the people around him and going back you know kind of what devin was saying there the love one another's you know that 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 one another thing is like that perspective shift from god in job's life led job to repentance Mm -hmm. over how many of us could face the level of calamity and loss that job went through and be driven to repentance like because that's what we see that's what that's what he experiences because it's a it's a perspective thing, and I, and I love that that uh, yeah some of some of the best remedy is getting the focus off of ourselves. Amen. Yep. Good stuff. Right. So, any parting words of wisdom from either of you as we wrap up this on the spot? You know, I mean, it's that it's, it's a Sunday school answer, but man, the more I seek Christ, you know. The more I look at his face, like you said on Sunday, kind of like the idea of like just looking at that reflection, looking at his reflection, it uh, it just, you know, I become more like him. Mm-hmm. Be purposeful in your connections. Yeah. yeah. Be purposeful. Don't just let it happen by happenstance. Right. Make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I echo those and just, uh, you know, Take the opportunities that you have where you're really tempted and drawn to the mindlessness of gadgets and entertainment and things like that. Focus that towards Christ. It will take some effort on your part. It'll grow easier over time, but especially at first, you're really going to struggle. You know, I mean, it, it will really be difficult at times, but turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face. Kelly, will you pray us out? You you got that capacity? I mean, he, he just about took off running out of the room here just a second ago. So, all right, we'll go with Devin, tag team partner here. Are you, do We don't need to go to the hospital or anything? No. Okay. Just, just making sure. Father, we just um, thank you for this uh, time right here to be able to talk about mindlessness or a trap we're all guilty of. 
Lord, that we just mindlessly go through days, sometimes weeks or whatever it is, Lord, that without really being purposeful in what you've called us to, we just pray for ourselves first, that you would bring us even to repentance over that, and that you would just move in those who are listening, that you would encourage them to be purposeful in their connections to others and to you especially. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.